Welcome to Voices, a podcast brought to you by the Seneca Valley School District. Hi, this is Jeff Krakoff. I am with Dr. Leticia Latanzio, who is a school psychologist at Rowan Elementary School and also an adjunct faculty member at Indian University of Pennsylvania in the school psychology program. Welcome. Thanks for talking with us today. Thanks for having me. So as, as we get back to school, you know, I think a lot of people have questions about school psychologists. What exactly do you do? So help us understand the role that you play as a school psychologist. Absolutely. So I think most of our interactions with parents are taking place in the context of special education, but we truly are trained to do so much more than that. And I know that many of us thrive in doing so much more than that. So outside of testing and placing students, we also are trained to develop some interventions. We can contribute to student support teams and also provide consultative services to school staff and parents. So we really are trained in servicing the whole child. So learning, behavior, and mental health. Got it. I'm, I'm sure you're hearing maybe, I'm guessing for more people this school year because it's so unusual. Yes. Um, so with, with, with parents, what advice can you give parents to help them to better communicate with their children, whether they're elementary age, middle school, high school? Yes. So the recommendations for, that school psychologists are really trying to communicate with parents is just to stay calm, really listen to what your child or adolescent is saying and offer some reassurance. So it really is normal at this point in time for all of us to feel a little bit worried or stressed, but being sure that we're self-monitoring and not panicking or um, over-exaggerating the circumstances. So really acknowledging the truth about the pandemic, what can we control at this point in time? So hand washing, maintaining that physical distancing, um, and really watching for clues that children might want to talk if they're not openly approaching you about some of these challenges. So some of those things that I recommend parents look for is, is your child hovering around you a little bit longer than usual and kind of looking at you expectantly, hoping that you're going to say something. Um, that's certainly not an exhaustive list of the things that you could be looking for, but those are just some examples. Okay. Um, and I really encourage parents to be patient at this point in time too, remembering that we're all making adjustments. The, the kids and the adolescents really haven't been back to a physical school environment since March. So it's expected that there's going to be an adjustment period. Okay, well, I'm curious. You, you mentioned two words, stress and worry. Yes. And you mentioned you know, a couple of, uh, of signs, but are there other things that parents can look for to see if their child is stressed or worried, maybe more than normal for them? Yes, absolutely. So you know your children best. So recognizing some of those changes in their regular functioning is going to be so important, but also understanding that the worry and the anxiety might be different from child to child or adolescent to adolescent. So really what you're looking for is, is that degree of worry or anxiety out of proportion to the current circumstances? And these worries and fears can present in a number of different ways. The physical symptoms that you might be looking for are somatic complaints like headaches, stomach aches, loss of appetite, um, but then also the behavioral response 
consequences, like refusing to do things that the child or adolescent typically wouldn't have a problem doing. Um, some behavioral outbursts might be out of context for the child. Um, and another category would be those cognitive symptoms. So those are things related to thinking. So poor concentration, are they expressing negative thinking, like the end of the world is coming? Um, something that would be uncharacteristic. And the recommendation really is to closely monitor those behavioral changes and notice if those things persist for more than two weeks or those behaviors are really significantly interfering with the child's daily functioning. And in any of those instances, it would be appropriate to contact one of the school psychologists that is assigned to your child or adolescent's building um, or contact a local crisis hotline if you're in need of something and um, immediate assistance. Okay, so, so in this time during a pandemic, are there specific things that we can do to better respond to, you know, our students' needs, how to better support them? Definitely. Parents can take steps to make themselves available, which I'm sure that many of our parents already are, but it might require some additional steps like approaching your child and not necessarily forcing them to talk to you about things, but just offering a check-in, regularly expressing that you love them, giving them plenty of attention, and really making them feel comfortable about talking about how they're feeling. Another piece of that would be being a model for discussing how we're feeling, which would allow many people to feel a little bit more comfortable expressing their parts of things. Okay, so so if I am noticing some of these signs, um, you mentioned can contact the school psychologist assigned to a particular student. How else might I find the, the right resources to, to help our children? Sure, certainly the nurses and school counselors would be available resources. And outside of that, um, certainly call 911 if there's an immediate danger or you're needing immediate help. But Butler County also has a 24-hour crisis hotline that you can call or text, and you can find that information with a, a quick Google search. Um, but that information would also be available from the school psychologists or the guidance counselors. And there are a number of crisis text hotlines. One of them uh, allows you to text the word HOME to the number 741741. Mm -hmm. If the parents are more interested in a long-term type of therapy service, the school psychologists and the school counselors both have lists of local agencies that we could refer you to um, to try to get in and set up those services for your child. Very helpful. Thank you so much. So do you have any final thoughts to share with, with whether it's students or their parents as, as we're back to school this fall? Yes, my tip is remain patient, be patient with your children, be patient with the teachers and all of the school staff. We're all working so hard to support our kids through this transition and we are here for you if you need us. All right, well, thanks again for your time, Dr. Latanzio and uh, have a great rest of uh, your day. Thank you, you too. Take care. <laughs>